Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, everybody, what's going on tonight on this wonderful June 1st, 2018? This is Brother Gene, and this is the natural order of everything with co-host Shannon. How you doing tonight, Shannon? What's good, family? I'm doing great, man. I can't complain too much. A little rain, but like I said, man, I'm happy to be here, ready to get this conversation kicked off. Man, let's get it popping, man. Oh, no, no. Well, uh, this is the natural order of everything. This is a metaphysical occult science program. Uh, We discuss the left-hand path along with occult metaphysical science. Um, This information isn't for everyone, so if you happen to stumble across and it doesn't resonate for you, man, appreciate you stopping by, but take off and have a good one. Uh, If this is for you, you know, hopefully you gain something out of this experience and uh, you have the opportunity to, you know, talk with us and conversate. So sit back, relax, and me and Shannon will hopefully give you something to think about. Damn right. Damn right. All right. <laughs> so, uh, man, Shannon just got to hang out here. About, what was that? Uh, last Saturday, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. Was a week ago. Um, we got to hang out down in uh, Detroit or well, the Detroit area, and we ran into uh, Brother Panic at the uh, Radisson out there. He gave a lecture on the dance of Shiva, and my goodness, was that an amazing event. Um, man, it was breathtaking. The information that he dropped was just outstanding, and along with that, it was uh, the energy in the room, man. I don't know. Uh, it was just, it was powerful. I met so many brothers and sisters out there that day and uh, so many like-minded people. I don't know if I'd ever have the opportunity to do something like that. I hope I would, but, you know, to be able to say my first live lecture was a brother panic lecture, man, that's pretty sweet. You know, I, I could put that under my hat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was intense. He gave, he gave some intense, uh, some real intense knowledge and words. And stuff. It was real cool. I really just, I hope to do something like that again. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Most definitely. The dance Shiva, uh, he definitely put some, how he broke that down, man, with Motown and uh, everything else. It was, it was breathtaking. I'm not going to lie. I was blown away. I didn't know at what angle he was going to, you know, take us with the dance and Shiva. I was, I, at first I was kind of like, what is he where would he go with this? You know what I'm saying? And uh, how he broke it down was just so amazing. And like I said, I met so many brothers and sisters out there. Shannon, how was your experience out that way, man? It was, um, it was everything you said, man. I resonate 100% with you. It was a powerful, profound experience, man. Everything he laid down. I mean, I resonate, like you said, I resonated. I saw the imagery of how he was describing the, um, the creation and the destruction of, you know, so our Motown and how the, the musical influence and the impact of energy and the 
and the leftover devastation that it left at like downtown or Detroit area period. Man, it's just it was profound and it made so much sense. How he laced it, how he uh, relayed the information as far as, you know what I'm saying, dealing with the temptations, the dancing moves they was in, and, and relating that right back to the dance of Shiva, man. That was, it was breathtaking, like you said, and it was, and meeting other like minded people, getting the, you know what I'm saying, mixing that energy up, man. It was, it was mind blowing, and it was like some shit on a bucket list I can mark off, like, you know what I'm saying, I went to a panic lecture, man. I can, I can hang my hat on that, I can be proud I've done that. Most people haven't done that, that I know, so. I, had, I took a lot of information away from it that I still use, you know what I'm saying? And I felt like it was an upgrade on the, um, you know what I'm saying, the information in this, my own study, you see what I'm saying? And it just reaffirmed and reassured the mindset and the maintaining the mindset that having that magical, um, you know what I'm saying, thought process and being able to manifest your desires and shit like that. So, I mean, I, I, I'm a better person and or I'm a better magician and, and I just, like I said, from hearing this information, this has been an upgrade of uh, and a hell of an experience from, from that point forward, like a launching pad, so to speak. So, like you said, man, it was, I was all inspired. It was all inspiring. And he's short as shit. <laughs> oh, man. Brother, let me tell you what. Like, we see eye to eye. What's so funny is we dance the same body type. So, standing next right. to him in a picture. I'm looking at the picture. I'm like, man, we even stand the same way. I'm going to have to send you a picture later. But, like, man, it was too funny. Like, me and Panic sitting next to each other. <laughs> it, was, it was real surreal, man, because it's like he unlocked me in a certain way when he really described working with these entities and how you really connect with them. That information right. Hit, right. hit me so hard that... Oh, yeah. You would have never got that listening to YouTube. And you might, some people may have been able to, but for me mm -hmm. to have been there and to see it, and then do you remember when the light started to flicker when he was making a real big point? And it it was just like, you know, it was really intense. It was a good moment, and it was a positive mm -hmm. moment. And uh, everybody in there was on, like, a real, real, real cool and good vibe. And I met a lot of people. I've connected with a couple of them via uh, social media as well, you know, right. just extending like hey if you have any questions you know i we do the radio show you were trying to get michigan on the map and it, it was really really cool to, uh I'm grateful for panic for so many reasons already but you know to bring us together like that because you know we're doing this to try to reach out to as many people as we can but exactly. he really exactly. made it so that it was possible for us to be yep. able to do that and in my opinion and he's one of the great teachers here in 2018 you know you got brother bobby i don't know if we'll ever be able to i'd love to be able to meet him but to have met right. his first student not to be a writer you know, a ball but you know what i'm saying it was it was right. legitimately one of the it was a profound a profound experience for sure um not only that man it was cool that he brought in the panic packs we i got to get the panic packs i got to try some uh the cherry uh essential oil that he makes and some of the rose water and let me tell you what this rose water boy <laughs> that shit crazy man that shit worked like a motherfucker yeah Ooh. the rose water is amazing uh the intent that i try to spray every morning is positivity uh okay. and uh success and you know right. it, it really right. has become something like a. I try to use it i keep it right on my altar the rose water. I, mean, I try to use it every morning if I can remember. Hell, even if I get out the shower, 
I, you know, I sprayed her rose. I sprayed the rose water right before we started the broadcast. I just the rose water is where right it's at for sure. I, I got right it in my hand right now. I got it right in my hand, yep. bro. <laughs> that stuff yep. is good. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, shit, it worked so good. <laughs> yeah, it works really good, and uh, the panic pack works really good too. Um, I found it. Uh, I smoked it. I rolled it and smoked it, um, and then I smoked it in like a a one hitter deal, and it definitely steals the mind, if you know what I mean. It doesn't for me. It didn't. It just kept the mind still. You know what I'm saying? It was still. I was able to really meditate and focus, but then I don't know. The panic pack for me was a real positive experience. I could see me using it, but it's nothing I would want to use every single day. Uh, I feel like you should be able to you do that kind of meditation on your own if you can. But but when you really want to get the deep third eye meditation, the Panda Pack is definitely where it's at. He didn't put some stuff together that's out of this world, man. It's 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 really, really amazing stuff to use. And I guess you can make teas out of it. Uh, like I said, you can smoke it. Uh, real good, real good stuff. Uh, it's all herbal. You know, you could, I guess, fly with it anywhere in the world. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it, man, and uh, I end up getting some of the cherry stuff. I rub that on the temple, and I put a little bit on the top of the head, and uh, it makes the uh, it's supposed to make the dreams more intense. And man, that stuff was powerful. That stuff was powerful. It was Damn. just about as Damn. yeah, it was just about as strong as Roseanne's Ambien. I mean, it was. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we no, roll that along, man. <laughs> I'm just messing around, man. But no, it was really cool because you know I do a lot of. We, we all have bad moments, man. But it was uh, it was funny. <laughs> but, but but you know, uh, for me, I do a lot of studying in dreams, and for me to do that stuff, plus the I noticed the panic pack also helped me. If I uh, used it before I went to sleep, man, like the dream was real vivid. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So wow. all that stuff he's got is 100% legit, and it definitely, definitely uh, worked out amazing. What's, uh, what was your experience with the Rosewater? Man, like I said, um, it was a very uh, primal sexual experience, my first experience with it, man. I put it on, and, you know, me and my wife, we were just going to go out, you know what I'm saying? Go to uh, get something to eat, you know what I'm saying? Have a dinner somewhere, right? So I put this shit on, in the, you know what I'm saying? Right before I got into our whip to leave or whatever, I put it on. I, my whole intention was, I was like, I wanted to be persuasive, you know what I'm saying? I wanted my persuasion to be up. Anybody do anything, I tell them basically. So I sprayed this shit, and I'm like, I love the way it smells. So we driving, man, not two, three minutes, man. She just looked at me in that lustful uh, wife look, you know the look. You know what I'm saying? Well, she just want to just suck you and fuck you, like, right there. Why are we driving? I'm like, man, she, and it was, it brought out the sexual primal energy in, in my wife and in me. You know what I'm saying? But more so, I, I saw the reaction out of her. It was, like, almost animalistic. Like, man, she just had, she just had to have me. Like, at the moment, like, we got to pull over, man. I got to, I got to suck your dick or something. I, I got to, I. I must do it, like, her life depended on it. And I'm just amazed. But not only that, before that, before that, as I'm putting it on, I felt, I mean, I was just paying attention to the subtle energy around my aura. Everything around me just was, 
it was um it became just activated. And I felt like I can literally almost like on a movie Lucy where she can just point and shit a move and she was just manipulating reality based on what she wanted to have happen. I felt like that. I felt like I was fucking Neo in the Matrix or some shit. Like just I couldn't lose and I was in control of everything and everybody around me. And as a side effect of that, that's what, you know, it brought out that sexual raw energy in, in, in me and in my wife. You know what I'm saying? But as, every time I put it on, man, it's just, it's just um, almost like a fucking Superman putting on this cape. He feel like he can't lose. You know what I'm saying? He got the cape on. Who can fuck with him? And that's how I feel. That's what it brings out of me. You know what I'm saying? But I will say this. It's like a weapon. It's like an energy. And whatever your intention is and in putting it on, you know what I'm saying? And you, you should have you should have focus on what it is because it's a hell of a fucking energy you're putting on when you're using this shit. And, and I started studying the science behind, um, I, don't, I don't know a specific word, more like the science of smell. I, I guess it's like the olfactory level of your brain when you smell shit and um, how important and how much we take for granted the sense of smell we use. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I noticed when Panic was doing a lecture, it was in the room. It was an entire room that smelled before I even knew what the fuck it was. So I already know the science behind setting the room or wherever you at with the with whatever smell. You know what I'm saying? You can set a, a tone and intention when you have a room, a small room or an auditorium big enough to fit 1,000 people. But you set a room up to have a certain experience, and we all smelling it because the scent of smell is the first scent that we develop. You know what I'm saying? When we in a womb and shit like that, I learned. And I also learned that when Adolf Hitler was doing, before he delivered his speeches and shit like that, to have all them motherfuckers doing whatever the fuck he wanted to do, he had that motherfucking room sprayed with a certain scent, a certain smell that activates certain shit in your brain to make you more compliant and make you more uh, open to um, suggestion or whatever the presenter or whatever the speaker is using. So like I said, I've been using a hell of a science on this shit, and it, and it works. I see the the intention and reason why, you know what I'm saying, how powerful not only the rose water, but the overall, like, you know what I'm saying, the sense of smell and how you can use that shit to apply that shit to your magic or your science. And it's 100% correct. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, that's my experience with it. And I'm still every day learning new shit with this shit. But, man, it's a hell of a I, – I highly recommend anybody look up and study the occult science of smell, and you will, you will, you will see some shit. You will learn some shit. Most That's definitely. Oh man, it's crazy. <coughs> crazy me. Man. Another thing I want to speak on, man. His um, like I say, I can see auras and shit. Man, that nigga aura. His. That's when I knew he was one hundred percent, man. Once I, cause I, any, anywhere I go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring my shit. I'm gonna wrap my shit in whatever room I'm in. I'm gonna own it. And that nigga had. I saw his shit. I saw his energy, and I respected the fuck out of it. And his spirit is like 100% pure. He pure heart. And I, I saw that yeah. shit, and, it, it, and I knew, I already knew he was real shit. Seeing him on, you know what I'm saying, on YouTube and studying the science on him and shit like that. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? That's some genuine open heart shit. I can I can see the realness in him. But it, it, it all came to head, and really, you know what I'm saying, I had the self-experience and, and seeing the shit firsthand about meeting him and fucking with him. You know what I'm saying? And that nigga is one hundred percent. It's like one. I like. Oh, I get it. I get it. Why niggas? I get it. What niggas mean by being at a live lecture? You know what I'm saying? It was like breathtaking to see that shit, and I appreciate it even more so him being so open heart with it. It's like he don't. He just 
it's information that he got to share, you know what I'm saying, off the, off, basically off the kindness of his heart, you know what I mean? And that, I mean, yeah. it, was, it, it was all love. It was 100% genuine, you know what I'm saying? Even though I be talking shit to the nigga on, on Facebook and shit, him and Dane, but it's, it's all love. <laughs> I'll be going in on them niggas, though. I got to I gotta put you in, uh, I got to start tagging you on the little comments. I'll be fucking with them New York niggas and shit. It'd be funny. It'd be funny <laughs> man, you know, it's yeah. a, it was an aura that I seen around them, too. And it was definitely, like I said, Panic definitely loves his people. And I definitely could feel that he had a genuine, I mean, I know he comes off rash at times. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's got really extreme views, but. Like I said, he he definitely put it down, and uh, he definitely let it be known that he really loves his people. And I felt it wasn't like some bullshit where, you know, you just go in there, you pay some money, you see a lecture, you're in, you're out, and that's it. No, this was a genuine experience that, for me, I was just just completely just blown away. Like, I, right. I wasn't expecting right. that much information at once. You know, you listen to a five-hour lecture. I can listen to a five-hour lecture in a day easily. Right. And you get some real, you get some real good information here and there. But, you know, for the length of time we were in there, I got a tremendous amount of education. I felt like the dance in Shiva was just the, like, skin on the potato. You know, that, was, that part was really incredible about the city of Detroit and everything else. But what I took from what he said about working with spirits and deities and stuff, I came home that, like, you know, I had an hour and a half drive back, you know, to uh, where I stay. And, I mean, I I just couldn't get that out of my mind, you know. I got home, took a shower. It was, like, thought forms. It was just – it was was an extreme imaginary experience. And when he said the more extreme your imagination is, the more better this stuff works out because it's a mixture of everything you know it was like man it was what i needed to hear you know what i'm saying i left there definitely changed you know what i'm saying not on no like my life is different (laughs) but it definitely opened me up and the questions that i had i you know what i'm saying they all were answered in an overall kind of way and you know he uh he opened up on so many different things. I felt like I could relate to some of his life experiences, just like the guy next to me was explaining during, you know, some parts of it that he could relate. You could tell when panic would touch a subject and somebody would really be nodding. You know, you could see their energy would shift towards a more of a understanding kind of feel. You know what I'm saying? So right, right. he definitely, definitely is a powerful brother. And like I said, uh, it would be my honor to try to set something up, man, in the next year. So maybe you and I can put something together uh, through our platform. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And try to get I him back I, out I here. I know I can get the nigga to come on. I, I know I can get the nigga to come on the show and do some shit like that again. All right. Once I start talking to him and shit, I fuck with him. I, I, he'll be back. It's too much <laughs> right. It's too much potential energy here to not come back here, man. You know what I'm saying? It's fucked up. You know what I mean? It's a fucked up place we is. So. You got to come where it's fucked up at, because that's where the motherfucker need the energy. That's where they need the information. So it's a good thing it's fucked up here. (laughs) It's a blessing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. I'm going to try to get to uh, down to Atlanta and do a class. I'm going to do his classes. I'm just, I'm so busy. I don't have much time, but I try to uh, do the, uh, you know, what I can as far as videos and stuff. And uh, alongside of my own, uh, Studies, but 
enough dick riding for one day. <laughs> oh, I got no, no, and that's 100%. Real I'm just fucking good. around. No, real does recognize no, real. Yeah. That nigga hear that shit and use that shit against me when I start going in on this little short boy here today. tonight we're going to discuss is going to be on candle magic um it's something that i've been getting myself into a lot more lately um the results from it have been tremendous i'm actually finding myself lighting candles all the time in fact i have candles lit in front of me as we speak um red and black are what i prefer mostly and it just really depends on you know what i have going on whether I'm delved into a money spell or whether I'm into some kind of healing spell. Candle magic, to me, has been a very simple and easy thing to get into. And how I can tie it into the panic lecture is it's all about imagination and intent. And the more um, the more imaginary you are with your intent, I think, is one of the key factors into candle magic. You get the opportunity to, you know, excuse me, for instance, one of the um, rituals that you can do, like, say, with a money spell is you're you're going to imagine yourself, you know, really, really being prosperous, really, really, you know, going for just achieving everything you want. Or, for instance, if you were going to get into something like a uh, love spell, you would just do everything you could to, you know... Uh, Get like a love kind of uh, vibe going and just think everything love constantly. Uh, be happy, be cheerful, be positive. There's so many different things that uh, candle magic and, you know, the imagination and intent go into with panic set. I want to discuss a little bit about candle magic, where it comes from, and just about how simple it is. It's all about, you know, your skill and what you feel you're capable of. Have you gotten anything in, out of candle magic? Do you do any candle magic? Man, I, all I have so, so far, all I've been gathering is information on the shit. Like I, I haven't really delved into the shit with the intent to start doing some magic. I'm still learning about it. But everything you said, based surrounding it, as far as like the imagination and shit like that, and the creativity, I'm 100% with that shit. So I know once I get all the information that I feel is necessary for me to start applying it, it's a wrap. Like, it's it's a fucking wrap. Now, one thing I have done with the shit, you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, good. One thing I have done with candle magic as far as, like, becoming one with the flame and manipulating the movement of the candle. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's one thing I have done. And that increases, like, my focus and my... um. Basically, I use that. I guess. I guess. It, I guess. I did use fucking candle magic because my whole intention was, was the reason I was using it is becoming one with it, and and there's no separation. There's no such thing as separation. There's no such thing as space, and everything is all interconnected. You know what I'm saying? And my whole reason was doing that to it was to become the fucking flame, become the damn candle itself, and feel what it is to be a candle and be the flame, 
and from the perspective from the flame looking back at the person looking at it, which is me and vice versa, and just being just becoming the fucking whole thing and feeling what it is to burn, to flicker, and to change fucking form. And it increases my focus. You know what I'm saying? And it increases my um my overall um magical um uh, repertoire as far as like focusing my thoughts on whatever I want to manifest and it's and it and it I'm li- listen to me, bro. It happens instantaneous down there, bro. Like being reasonable. Like I'm not about to fucking use my magical intention to manifest an asteroid to fucking hit the planet. That we it's like some practical shit you gotta you, you be realistic with the shit. You see what I'm saying? Or yeah. more so like if I wanna manifest like I do this shit every day. If I wanna manifest a uh, fuck as a certain specific color car I wanna manifest every day. So it's some a yellow fucking car, like a like a neon yellow and a neon blue color car. And man, listen, I see them, they just, I would just manifest them motherfuckers around. As soon as I'll turn my head to look left, it's there. Or I wait a couple seconds and the yellow one will come up and pull right next to me. And it's so fucking funny. And it's those self-realizations and shit like that when you know your magic is working or your intent is working. You know what I'm saying? And and actually, that was a result of me fucking with those candles. So I guess I have, uh, you know what I'm saying, done a candle. Now, that didn't even, I almost forgot I'd done that shit. It's like, some, you know what I'm saying? I almost forgot about it. But everything you're talking about part of the creativity, man, and I play with my action figures with my daughters to increase my my uh, creativity. And I always maintain a child like mindset. Like fuck being an adult. Like being a kid is fun. And once you be a fucking adult, man, and have that mindset, you I feel a part of you starts to die, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Well, you fuck stress that. out a lot more for sure. I mean, you know the yeah, you got like, bills man, and stress yeah, and late. All that shit sucks ass. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm on some Peter Pan shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm trying to be, <laughs> still keep that shit going, you know what I mean? And also, I watched that movie over the last week, and I remember, man, him being like when Peter Pan went back there and he couldn't, he didn't remember he was Peter Pan, he couldn't do none of that magic shit because he was fucking, he didn't believe in it, he was an adult. And once he tapped back into a childlike mindset, you saw the magic that manifested because of that shit. And that was, you know, that's a metaphor. That's how you, that's how we supposed to be, all the time. You see what I'm saying? So. I mean, I took a lot away from that. Far as I, I guess I did take a lot away from uh, using candle magic and shit, even though in a limited time I've done it. But you, you know what I'm saying? You got a lot of experience with this shit, more experience with it, more fucking with it in more ways. And I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to follow up on that shit for the information that you got. That you got. You got. I'm going to add it to my own repertoire shit. I like candles, and my mom used to light them as a kid, man. We always had candles and incenses going in the house and stuff, you know. Right. I've always kind of been fascinated with the flicker of the flame, even as a little kid, you know. I remember mm-hmm. this vividly just being watching, you know, candles just flicker. And I don't know, now when I meditate with them, I've really noticed that over the one of the main meditation techniques that I got through candle magic is staring at the candle, um, mm-hmm. just focusing right on the center of the candle. And no matter where you look at at a candle, no matter how close you get to it, it'll never be that bright where your eye can't, you know, handle it. So try to. Wow. I, what I do is I focus on the brightest part of the candle, and I sit there and I focus on it. And you'll notice different thoughts that you have if they hit your mind. Sometimes if you really, really, really pay attention, if it's a positive thought, 
that will flicker, the light of the flame will flicker up one good time. It'll flicker in a real mild way. If you have a negative thought or an aggressive thought, I've noticed if you're really tuned in, the candle will start to flicker aggressively. You know? Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, and another thing that I've noticed is the more I pay attention to the flicker of the flame on the candle, I notice there's an aura around the flame. And when you really pay attention, you get to see the colors inside of the aura. Now this flame becomes a whole entire thing. So now I'm looking at the flame, the blue hue, the aura around the flame. Then if you really pay attention and you're really tuned in, you can see an aura around that. And it's all energy. It's all color. And it's not even a bugged out, trippy thing. I mean, it's you, it's just layers of color that you just never pay attention to unless you really stare at something. Yep, I, I I experienced the same thing. I saw that shit too. So I, I'm fine oh, with the Oh man, I would dream, and it was like to the point where I would think about something yesterday, and I'd be confused if that was a dream or not. I would have to rethink the dream to see what detail in that day was different to distinguish dream from reality. Wow. It's very interesting because. I get them mixed up all the time. I'll even be in conversation sometime, and it'll go back and forth. And I'm like, oh, my God, that was totally a dream. And I was going to bring that up in a conversation. You know, it's really interesting. And then when I go to, like, uh, recall dreams or experience emotions in dreams, it's so real. It's so very intense now that, like I said, I almost get them confused. And I can read all the symbolisms in the dreams now almost. Some things I'm still working out, but I can't put 100% of that to candle meditation, but I can put a lot of it into candle meditation. Um, I also would do candle magic in a mirror. I would light candles uh, in a dark room with a mirror, and I'd stare at the mirror. And <laughs> if you continue to do that on a very calm, mild you know, way, your face will change. Not in like a oh, negative oh. kind of like shape-shifting way, but you'll start to lose focus on your face. And then you'll start to have these random questions that come to mind. And you'll start to ask yourself all kind of questions. And it's another kind of meditation, you know. I really enjoy meditating with candles. I found that uh, using candles for different respected uh, rituals, benefits have been amazing whether it be for a binding ritual, whether it be for a success ritual, whether it be for just a, a cleansing, you know, ritual. I think that the, the, the scare that a lot of people have and the confusion a lot of people have is that they think because you're going to burn candles, you're necessarily, you know, it's a bad thing. Well, in fact, it's not. It's a real pure, beautiful thing. And, uh, you know, I purchased the book from Charmaine Day. It's called The Magic Candle. It's an amazing book. Absolutely great. It's a really good read, too. I don't even think it's 100 pages. No, it's like 50 pages. And she breaks down so many things in this book. I think it was like less than 10 bucks on Amazon, too. Wow. But it was it's an absolute great book. And, I mean, she breaks down everything as far as, I mean, you're talking types of candles, altar candles, astral candles, petition candles. Symbolism candles, the colors of symbolisms, man. I mean, it's it's so detailed. Like, let's see here if I can. Okay, for instance, we're going to look at the 
Oh, these are, she puts a lot of description into these. I want to read a quick one. Okay, right here. Silver or light gray. This is traditionally the color of Sabbathly and naturally candles. Of this color are burned to remove evil influences or to naturalize everything existing undescribably or vibrations. Well, I don't understand what that means, but silver candles used with meditation help to aid to the development of psychic abilities and ESP. Alex Silver altar candles can be used to invoke the assistance of a great of the great mother or goddess expect or uh, aspect of a deity. So, I mean, that's just one paragraph and I mean, I may have chopped that all the way up, but <laughs> she puts a lot of detail into these and I mean, you can for someone that's wanting just to get a little bit into it. It's it's just amazing. Um it goes into as far as even telling you how to make your own candles and like it gives you just uh amazing pictures for how to do rituals even shows you how to draw the symbols for rituals for less than ten dollars you can't do better when it comes to a book out of <laughs> the uh but like right now i'm looking at a section where it's telling you the best hours to do rituals <laughs> it's, 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 an, it's an amazing book so i would highly 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 recommend that you get this and you know I would highly, you know, recommend that you get into a little bit of the candle magic or just meditating with candles. It's most most, most definitely. Yeah, if you get the chance to uh something that I heard a guy say that I haven't tried yet but I could see it working is um I don't I don't smoke cigarettes. But a lot of guys who smoke cigarettes light a candle right in their face. I've actually heard of guys lighting candles in their face. Now, not not to burn themselves, but you know, in a distance that's safe, right in between their eyes, and then meditating right after that, you know, trying to focus on that flame for as long as they can, because it's a natural light. If you can ever maybe get a few minutes in and then try to do that in little steps, but trying to remember that flame, it's I think that's in my description, it's the dark flame, it's the black flame, it's your eternal flame that you're really looking at, and when I see that. It builds a little bit of a confidence. I can see the whole flame, but it's in a reverse way. It's in a dark way, and it's just more confirmation to me. Like this is this is you know this is what it's supposed to be. You know everything that I'm hearing, this is legit. You know it's not a fairy tale where there's a fairy that watches you all day and all night. <laughs> this is this is like real actual science that you know really really matters you know oh yeah man that's some powerful shit man like one thing that you just mentioned that like strikes like fuck i'm interested in and i use actually is mirror magic and like i will fucking meditate in the mirror with my face up to the mirror man and just be all you know what i'm saying the state of trance and i use this shit as far as like tapping into my parallel reality so in another in another universe, parallel to this one, where I may be more advanced with my magical working, or I may have more financial success or whatever, and I will go in and I will extract motherfucking, um, you know what I'm saying, almost like reservoirs of energy to to enhance this this reality version of me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm into 
quantum mechanics, quantum physics, and and you know what I'm saying simulated reality. And I'm in the holographic universe. I'm into all of that shit. And far as the, you know what I'm saying breakthroughs or the re-breakthroughs they're making through science, as far as discovering that we're in a holographic universe and we got parallel universes and shit like that. And I incorporate that shit with my magic. And I use that the mirror to tap into a parallel version of myself to get information I need, to get ideas, you know what I'm saying? And that shit works. And what I also notice is that, you know what I'm saying, when I do that, when I look at myself, not stare, I gaze. I do see my fucking face shape-shifting. That's what I experienced, you know what I'm saying? When I done this a couple years back, and my face was changing and all kinds of grotesque monster ass face, and it kind of freaked me out for a minute. But, man, with the candle, I'm thinking, like, damn, man, that's fucking a, a brilliant idea to fucking meditate with a candle in the mirror, man. That's 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 definitely going to be fucking an, an intense experience. And I haven't figured out what the intention is for the meditation when I use, but I am definitely going to use that shit as a gateway to tap into, you know what I'm saying, my parallel self to get information that I need. You know what I'm saying? I can look in the mirror. Honestly, I can look in the mirror, and I'll put myself in a trance. You know what I'm saying? I would talk to myself in the mirror. And, and, and the mirror itself would be a totally different personality than the one, you know what I'm saying, than the, this one in this universe. And I would converse and have conversations. You see what I'm saying? I do that sometimes when I get out of the shower. And I talk to myself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or talk to a parallel reality version of me and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know what I'm saying? Mirrors are gateways, they're portals. You know what I'm saying? Brother Beniti got a lot of science as far as, like, mirror magic, you know what I'm saying, or, like, portholes to other realities and shit like that. You can bring shit in, take shit out, and that's actually some real shit. And the shit that I take out is the energy, you know what I'm saying? I, I extract the energy or the information that I need from my parallel stuff, and I use it in this one. And, it, and I'm telling you, the shit works. And I I ain't fucking advanced with the shit. I, or I, I, I would say I am advanced with it. I haven't done it a lot. I haven't incorporated a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? I do other shit, too, but that's one avenue of um, mirror magic is one avenue that I highly recommend someone goes in with it, you know what I'm saying, with a strong mindset, strong will, and you got to be focused when you do this shit. You know what I'm saying? You can't be no pussy when you do this shit. You know what I mean? You're going to fuck yourself up. So I agree. Clear, clear mind, you know what I'm saying, clear intention because, you know what I'm saying, and, and understand this too, man, that there's nothing outside of your mind that can affect you. There's nothing inside your mind that can affect you because you the guy that's generating this shit. You got to understand that you the motherfucking, you the cream of the crop. So if you going in this motherfucking, you get to being scared of what you're seeing. You only scared of your own fucking shadow. You scared of yourself. Cause you the one generating all these images, all these symbols, all this energy is coming from you. You the you the focal point of all of this shit. You the black flame that's generating all the energy you see around yourself. So understanding that shit, not only understanding it, but knowing, activating, or acting upon that guy like mindset is very essential and is a priority. Above all, when you fucking with any of this left-hand pass shit, that, there's no fucking room for anything else but you being a god of your own universe and your own creative reality. Anything else outside of that shit, worshiping or looking up to something else or someone else, is fucking folly. And you will fucking die with the law of the reason with that whole, with that mindset. That's a weak mindset. No weakness and no bullshit pussyfooting around with this left hand black flame shit that you just, that you just brought up. Because, man, you, it, like you said, it's not for everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not, almost like it's, an exclusive club. You're right. You know what I'm saying? It's like a, this shit ain't built. You ain't 
motherfucker ain't built for this shit. And I understand it. You know what I mean? I totally get that shit. You know, that's not for everybody. Everybody's not supposed to learn this shit. You see what I'm saying? And the ones mm-hmm. that catch it, know. And the ones who don't know, don't know. You know what I'm saying? Don't care to know. Don't even know that they don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not for them to know. So. No, it's not. And you have to be confident in yourself. You know, you have to have a certain level of... Oh, yeah. You, have you to just have to know... You have to know that it's possible. You have to know that these things can happen. You know, um, going into any kind of, uh, let's say you want to do a binding ritual to bind you to, let's say, your child to better the relationship. I've heard Mm -hmm. of people using Mm -hmm. binding spells to do that. Mm -hmm. If you just go, light the candle, that's it, walk away and worry, uh, what happened? Well, guess what? <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. You have to put intent into it. You have to think all day. You have to put a lot of thought. The more preparing you do into this, the better the result's going to be. And nine chances out of ten, the more of anything that you put into it original is going to work out even better. So, like, let's say, yeah, like, say someone asks me a question about a spell, and they say, well, should I necessarily, well, for, first off, if you're asking me, should you do a spell, you're already, I'm going to tell you no. You know, if you're asking me, you know, like, that's a certain thing right there. You should already be like, hey, I'm ready to do this. How is it done? You know? Right. right. The whole day, it needs to be, okay, I want to do a love spell. So I'm waking up in the morning thinking about this. I'm putting everything into it. I'm going to the store. I'm smelling perfumes all day. I'm looking at people in the park holding hands. I'm filling myself with books full of love. Every song I'm listening to are love songs. You know, I go home. I would take a shower, clean myself. You have to put so much into it. And it needs to become something that you're so about that when it works, it works so good. That you absolutely yep. Yep. know that it's this is the right thing to do, you know what I'm absolutely. saying. Now, you can actually do a quick little something something, you know, like you can say do a quick little. Uh, what would be a good example? You could do like a quick little uh, money spell. Hurry up, like do your little thing real quick, real quick, and then you notice, oh man, okay, I'm seeing a few dollars here and there. That's what's up. Or you can do something like wake up in the morning, draw out a business plan. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Look up different prices on things for the whole day. Focus, then do your ritual and see how all those plans you made work out. You built an mm-hmm. avenue. You know what I'm saying? It has to coincide. Everything has to flow. None of this stuff's just going to work at the snap of a finger. And some of it will. But the more you put into it and the more original just because X, Y, and Z in the book says that you have to do it this way, well, they gave you the common breakdown. So I would say when it comes down to essential oils, when it comes down to the colors of candles, when it comes down to the intent, that should all be pure. It doesn't matter if you do it on a plate upside down or not. It doesn't matter if you uh, use sea salt instead of regular salt. I don't even think it matters if the pennies are real copper or not copper in certain stuff. You know, It's about what you want to do. It's about what you want to put into it. 
if you want to charge it with your energy, it's it's about you. The more original, the more you put into it, the greater the result. And I think that connection there of you putting so much into it builds passion. It builds consistency. It builds up confidence. And those are the things that you really need doing anything on this left-hand path. You have to be consistent. You have to stay on top of it. For instance, one of the spells I do, I do every month, and I do it on the full moon no matter what. Now, how I do the ritual is something that I've kind of put together on my own with other people that, you know, I've heard different things from. The results have been amazing for that particular ritual that I do. That's something that I've kind of started on my own. Now, some people would do it every Wednesday. Some people may do it once a year, whatever works out with them. You know, there's really no set rules as long as you do the basic things. I'm going to tell you like this. If you're stuck in the woods and you need help and you got some occult knowledge and you build a candle out of a coconut, a wick, and uh, some mud and it lights and works, you can do a full ritual as long as your intent is pure because you cut the coconut, you put the dirt into it, you found the twig, you made the fire. You can't tell me that much intent because the whole time you're thinking about getting me out of here. I need to leave. All of that passion, everything you're putting into it at that moment, there's no way that that's not going to work. You wouldn't waste your time on it in in a situation like that. So you have to take everything like that. You have to take life at that. You know, if you're in a bad situation, you have to hurry up and put something in together. Let's say you're in jail. I hope no one ends up, any of my brothers out there has to listen or go to be put in a situation like that. But if you need a spell and you need to do some candle stuff, man, you better put something together. I'm telling you, whatever works out, but make it work. You know, I don't want to hear people say, well, I got to get the money first. I got to do this first. Now, I agree. Some of this stuff... It costs. I'm not going to lie. You have to invest in your spirituality. I'm fully 100% understanding with that, but it's okay to start with little teacup candles. It's okay to melt crayons and some thread. It's okay to do those kind of things. The more you think about it, the more, let's say you got real small dollars, but you really want to put something together to get you a job. I mean, I really want to work this one specific ritual to get myself in this position for a job. All I got is just a few change and something, something. You don't have everything you need for exactly what the ritual says, but you got everything you could to get into it. The fact that you mm-hmm. sat there enough to think about going to your spiritualities already means that you're in the right space. So you're thinking about it. Okay, well, maybe I can do some teacup candles. If I just take a crayon and color it, that makes it green. Who says it doesn't? It's your ritual. It's going to work because you were putting your intent to it. I feel like in those kind of situations, the outcomes are so much greater because the hunger is that much more. And I think where people fall back is when they start seeing the results, the ego kind of kicks in and says, all right, yeah, I got my shit together now. And then they back off and they wonder why shit fucks up. You know, the whole matrix breaks. Got to stay consistent. You got to stay, you know what I'm saying, and, and keep a good repetition going. I think that's what will build good practices when it comes to spirituality, and I think it's what builds results when going into these rituals for spirituality. Man, you said man, for five six, man. Bro, the mind is all, the universe is mental. The mind makes it real. The mind, your mind is the key component in activating all that shit you just talked about 
or fucking bringing drama and dilemma to any magical working that you're doing. It's you. And your motherfucking mind is the one that it rules all. It creates all and manifests all. So everything you just said, man, is just like 100,000% profound and correct because you can take anything. It's, you know what I'm saying? Chaos magic, basically, is what you're saying. Because there's no rules to this shit. You can take it all the fuck with it. And just make, you can put your magic on with the shit. Like you just said, the emotion and passion that you put to the shit is energy and emotion. And that shit is some powerful shit. You know what I'm saying? Using your emotions, using your anger, and directing it into a fucking intent and manifestation of what you want to see manifest. It will happen. It will happen. It can't help but happen. Because you're putting that energy, you directing it somewhere. Energy and motion. That's what emotions is. It will happen. And you got to have, not only do you have, have to have the confidence, I always say that, you know what I'm saying, not only will it happen, it already has happened. I'm just going through the illusionary fucking phenomena of time or a linear, linear fucking perspective to deal with this shit and see it manifest. But in my mind, when I do this shit, it already has happened. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm just going through the motions, this bullshit, space-time continuing to, you know what I'm saying? I haven't, seen, I haven't saw it yet. But in my mind, I saw it and already happened. And that's how a lot of my manifestations just fucking just happen. I don't, I don't even fucking think about them no more. They just, they just in, in a lot of like instantaneous type of shit. You know what I'm saying? But oh, having yeah. the confidence and knowingness of your, you know what I'm saying? The knowingness within, like... Confidence, oh, I can do it. Like, I don't say I can't do it. I've I done it. I did it already. You know what I'm saying? This shit done. <laughs> you feel me? And, like, not only do I say that shit, I mean it. You know what I mean? And when I fucking, like, I'm in that mode, in that zone, nothing can stop me, dog. And I'm sure you feel the same way with your magical intentions. You know what I'm saying? You get to manifest in a certain little shit around you or whatever, man. It's just like, it's, it's those, uh, aha moments you get with your magical work. And, you know what I'm saying? You can't really explain that shit to somebody else. It's self-experiences and self-realizations of yourself. Once you do it, once you see it, and you see the results from the shit, you're like, aha. You know what I mean? But like you yeah. said, you can't let the ego feel like, yeah, you got it. You a bad motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you the guy. And shit, nah, motherfucker, because you ain't fooling me with that shit. Because it's all, I always have to challenge myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm never satisfied. I'm never fucking, my hunger is never sated. You feel me? I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like almost like Darth Vader with this shit. I'm always trying to carve a new, uh, you know what I'm saying, a new path to challenge myself to make myself better. You know what I'm saying? I want more power. I need to become more. And I'm never satisfied with any little manifestation I get. There's always more work to do. That's why I'm breathing. That's why I'm here, to do more fucking work every day, every fucking moment. Any magical work I'm doing, I'm using that shit to cultivate my consciousness and my spirituality to become better. And I'm never satisfied. No matter, I don't give a fuck what I manifest. A billion dollars and I get all my kids, everything, everybody around me eating. I'm not, I'm not satisfied. It's gotta be, it's my, I got to do more. I got to fucking carve myself. I got to do more. I'm never going to rest. And be like, yeah, I, I made it. No, nah, I'm not here. We're here to do work. We're here to do alchemy and, and, you know what I'm saying, bring dark to the light and all that old shit. I'm, I'm going to be always doing that shit. And I'm never going to. You can't settle with the shit. Chaos never rests. You feel Brother, me? you need we to look into. Right. Um, I apologize. I mean, but I think you are. I wanted to jump in because this just hit my, my mind and I thought that it would uh, resonate with you. 
Well, I want you to look at the Arab Sufi sphere. I think you resonate a lot with the Arab Sufis. Uh, one of the things that I learned about them was they were travelers. Um, they were never satisfied. And not that that's a bad thing at all because they were it's a warrior spirit. But, right. you know, right. I think that working with them, uh, just you get a chance to look into it. There's not a lot of information out there. I actually was thinking to myself that I'm going to – oh, I will, I will – uh, I think I'm going to be one of the guys, like uh, one of our co-hosts, Janelle. She does the Santa Muerte. Uh, I really think I want to do the, the – I want to be one of the leading guys that deals with the Arab Sufi because there's not a lot of info. It's just going to take a lot more time when it comes to, you know, putting it together. But there's a lot of information there. Uh, they're warrior spirits. They were dancers. So they were kind of – you know, if you notice, like, uh, you're one of the – well, like – I guess that'd be a bad example, I suppose, but they were dancers that uh, they had, they do a Sufi dance. If you were to look it up and they were travelers, they were never satisfied, but they, they held themselves to a higher standard and not like they were cocky. You just have to look into it. Cause I'm probably making them seem like real jerks, but no, <laughs> it's a no, warrior no. spirit. I, I, I see what you mean. I, I'm ready to what you're saying. I, I know exactly where you're going with this shit. It, uh, I found it that it was when I found out that that spirit was actually with me and has been with me for a very my entire life. It made a lot of sense to me, you know. Um, man, I absolutely, absolutely love being able to uh, conversate on this level because, like, you know, there's really not an opportunity to talk. So many people, and I answer a lot of questions for people a lot of times. Um, mm-hmm. I try to talk to people in the groups that we have, but Candle Magic, it's a very, very small group of people that do it. But I really think it should be like one of the most introductional things that people get into because a lot of people would say, Oh, how do I know I am progressing on the left hand path? or how do I know that my uh, spirituality is, you know, getting somewhere? Well, I, I would say if you're asking that question, then your answer is right there. But right, can- right. candle magic would really show you growth. Um, mm-hmm. It would really show you and give you the confidence you needed to believe in the other side. Uh, and it's not any spook stuff at all. It's not any of that, you know, mysticism or any nonsense like that. It's our science and it's the natural flow of energy. You're just utilizing it to your advantage. So I really, uh, if we ever got into a situation where we would teach, I would always hope that, you know, candle magic would probably be one of the first things I would probably tell people to get into because it's simple, it's easy, and the results are always going to be there. And if there are no results, then you really need to reflect on yourself and start asking more questions about why aren't they working because this stuff, you don't even have to. I mean, I'm pretty sure children could get into this stuff and, and make it work if their intent was there. It's all about focus, intent, and the imagination. When it comes down to candle magic, oh yeah, nah, that's that's some interesting shit, man. Like, one hundred percent of kids can get into this shit. You know what I'm saying? I would say if you can like guide or direct a child to do this shit, their magical uh, manifestations based on the mindset will probably uh, 
manifest even faster because they're in a child like monster, they're a kid. They fresh off they fresh from the primordial realm of chaos, the darkness. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. That's, they don't have no hang ups. They don't have no no uh, moral hang ups like, ooh, is this good or bad? No, fuck that. They can just go. You know what I'm saying? And I mm-hmm. that's some interesting shit as far as like, you know what I'm saying, eventually being able to, you know what I'm saying, reach out and teach this shit. I I'm I'm all for that shit. You you're gonna be the spearhead when it comes to that candle magic shit, man. A lot of your information is practical. You know what I'm saying? This shit is practical. You can do this shit. You can go to the dollar store and get some fucking candles. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't got a red and black candle, use your fucking imagination, buy some fucking white candles and fucking tape a motherfucking red or a black fucking little ribbon around the motherfucking to tape the shit on there and do your manifestations with this shit. I mean, this shit is, it's, it's so practical and it's so simple. You know what I'm saying? But the, I will fucking recommend your mindset has to be focused and 100 with this shit. You got to be pure heart with this shit. You know what I'm saying? You can't be, no, you can't have no doubts on this fucking path, man. God doesn't have doubts and you got, so what the fuck are you doubting for? Motherfucker, you know what I mean? How can you, have doubts and, oh, no, am I doing this? Right? Of course, do whatever the fuck you need to do to do what the fuck, get the result you're doing. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what it is. You want to, if you want to manifest some shit and you fucking go out and you want to use a ritual where you tripping and falling or some shit and your intention was to do, you know what I'm saying, manifest something later on, that's what the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? Chaos magic knows no bounds, no boundaries, no rules, no laws. But the motherfucking, I would say the number one rule is you got to fucking know that you got it. You got to know it. You got to believe it. And you got to fucking act upon that mindset. You see what I'm saying? Use, challenge yourself every day to try to, you know what I'm saying, maintain that mindset. You know what I mean? In any situation, any fucking dilemma that you find yourself in, you have to motherfucking know that shit about yourself. You got to know it. You got to act upon that mindset. You, this is not a superiority uh, complex. This is some shit that you must. You won't. Your mind will go mad if you on this path and you don't know you got. I'm gonna just tell it like that. You will lose. Oh your man, definitely, definitely. Like you have to have a healthy mind. We may have even touched on this before, but you have to have a healthy mind getting into anything occult because there have been times <laughs> that I've asked the subconscious a question and gotten an answer that was so vivid and clear. But because I was tuned in to understanding uh, symbolisms and understanding the way that this left-hand path works is the only way I get to connect and see those kinds of things. You know, like mm-hmm. along with dreams or just anything in general. You, you kind of have to have a sense of a... Well, let's see. You always want, oh, man, I think I just lost, I lost train of thought, so that means it's about to go down, right? <laughs> no, no, no. You in the spirit. You in the motherfucking spirit. <laughs> right. You find that motherfucker. The thought come back, man. Thoughts are things, man. Pull that bitch back. You get it. Yeah, it'll definitely come back. But I just, I guess pretty much what I was really boiling down to say is that people have to leave this spook nonsense alone and know that this stuff works it's it's always been available to us you just have to tune in oh that's what it was was tuning in i just lost my train of thought for a second Mm -hmm. but you you have to be on that uh, some people would say vibration some people Mm -hmm. would Mm -hmm. say you have to be you know wired Mm -hmm. you have to be mentally prepared for some of the answers you're going to get and 
Having a healthy mind means you have to know to distinguish the good voices from the bad voices. Not saying that you can have bad voices, but if let's say I ask a question to the subconscious mind about a memory or something from a past, and it comes mm-hmm. back to me so vivid, so clear, it's you know what I'm saying. You have to be in a healthy mind to know that some of those voices you may hear, it's not some evil spirit. It's you connecting with you. It's an ancestor connecting with you. It's nothing mm-hmm. evil. It's nothing sick or ill. I feel like some people in mental institutions are probably there because they're far too spiritual and either a the you know uh, the hand that maybe put them away there so that you know they wouldn't tune other people on to what's really going on or mm-hmm. b no one would listen to them everybody said go to church go to church and they would ramble some stuff that you know somebody like you or me might listen to him like wait a second this dude actually knows what he's talking about but you know somebody else from a monotheistic background would be like no he's crazy he's nuts but a motherfucker sitting there i left my body and i was able to wander around the house that night it was amazing okay call the loony bin you know (laughs) and some people may buy into that you have to have a healthy mind. That's pretty much what I was, all that stuff I just said. You have to have a healthy mind getting into this and a healthy mind, confident, and know that the work you put in, you're going to see the results. There's no point in putting the work in just as a hobby. This isn't a hobby to me. This is a lifestyle. I would take offense to it if somebody was like, oh, my hobby's metaphysics. Well, no. you know, a, ho- a hobby's fishing, a hobby's, uh, you know, a fortnight. This is my life. Yeah. I can't do anything but metaphysics in a call. It's taking over exactly. every aspect. We eat and breathe this shit. I do. No. You know, it's it's a completely different mindset. Um, but moving right along away from candle magic, uh, I wanted to discuss a few things about dreams and uh the dream world. I mean, we touched a little bit on it already when it comes mm-hmm. to the uh you know, how you can meditate with candles and how they make dreams more vivid. But do you have any experience, Shannon, when it comes to uh, the dream world or anything as far as uh, astral? And we may have touched on this before, but when it comes to dreaming, when it comes to reading symbolism, have you delved into any of that stuff at all? Yes. Yes. And, like, when I'm I'm doing my guided meditations and when I go to sleep and shit, man, since since I work with you know what I'm saying? The Necronomicon, uh, you know what I'm saying? Energy so much. That's like the first, that's like the first thing I go to as far as like, you know what I'm saying? When I dream, I, I, I always, I always count down from the number 13. And then as far as what I see visually, you know what I'm saying? I, it's like me walking down some steps. And the further I walk down these steps, there's always 13 steps. I'm getting more and more closer to the, I'm going. I'm going to the basement. I'm going to the subconscious mind. And what I have down there, and how I have the, how I have it visually, I go into. You know, what I'm saying I see the Necronomicon entities. However, you want to look at these grotesque monsters. Those, how I see it, those are um, energy reservoirs for me to tap into. You know, what I'm saying I don't look at them as external. There's nothing I worship. There's nothing I'm going to and talking to. It's like I'm going, it's like almost like Iron Man looking to his fucking, um, you know what I'm saying, his uh, whole bunch of fucking different suits he has, and he puts them on. 
that's basically what the fuck I'm doing with this energy, and I tap into this energy. And one of the main, one of the main fucking uh, entities I work with in the Necronomicon is Nayyada Hotel. And he's, a, um, you know what I'm saying, the, uh, the man in black. You know what I'm saying? He's basically like your Lucifer or Satan archetype. He, he's a master manipulator of humanity. You know what I'm saying? I, I tap into that energy, I want to say, most four or five times out the week. You know what I'm saying? He's the energy I mainly walk around with as far as the sigils, you know what I'm saying, as far as the magnetism that I activate with the shit. But when I'm going in with the, you know what I'm saying, when I do the guided meditations to tap into this shit, I see it, I see the energy, and I, it's like I become it, I absorb it, almost like a form of vampire magic. I take it, I just, I take it into myself, and I become the other hotel. And I go about my astral planes based on the level of me manipulating my reality. You know what I'm saying? He's a creative uh, energy. He he um, activates a lot of, uh, you know what I'm saying, persuasiveness. He's able to speak and, you know what I'm saying, everyone does what he says, you know what I'm saying. He, you know what I'm saying? He's a, a master manipulator of humanity, a master manipulator of reality as a whole, and everyone in it is under his spell once they collapse him into uh, physical existence based on their observation of his presence. So I go about my, when I'm in the astral realm, I'm fucking creating I, man, I'm creating everything around me, you know what I'm saying? And not only that, but I challenge myself with the shit, you know what I'm saying? I try to I try to come up with all kind of abstract ways of um, you know what I'm saying, of uh uh, uh challenging myself. I might go in and I might fucking fight a fucking some I might go in and fight Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. How would I fucking defeat Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet when he got the fucking he got the creation in his fucking hand. You know what I'm saying? How can I finesse him about that infinity going with? And I use that shit as a challenge to challenge myself, you know what I'm saying? And to better myself and my creativity on how I would, uh, you know what I'm saying, go through any type of fucking uh, trauma or strife or any type of tribulation in my, you know what I'm saying, my, my, my regular life, you know what I mean? And I, take, I just take the creativity from that aspect and I use it and incorporate it in my waking conscious everyday lifestyle or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So... But a lot of symbolism and shit like that, like I create, every, since I'm creating everything around me, I know what everything means. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck if it's a, a, a fucking a cup of fucking milk. It means, I know what that means to me on the subconscious realm. You know what I'm saying? And when I'm doing this, there's no fear. There's no doubt. And there's no fucking, um, 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 any type of fucking stress when I'm doing this shit. This is like, it's effortless. I know I'm God. I know everything and I'm fucking manifesting is a part of me. There's nothing outside of me that can affect me. Everything that I manifest is a part of me. So how can it fucking, how can it bother me? You know what I'm saying? How can it, how can it kill me? How can it scare me? You see what I'm saying? My emotions, all of them is, you know what I'm saying? I'm in control of everything. And when you when you in control of everything, and you know your mind is all in your universe is mental. That, I mean, that's just the that's just the elementary level of this shit. That's just the beginning. And from there, it's a launching pad to you for you to activate that God in you to do whatever. That's what chaos is to manifest whatever it is. It can be anything. You can do anything on this level. You can manifest anything. You can manifest any woman, any circumstance, any. I mean, you can do whatever. The mind is all the universal mental, and you, you you only limit your own mind. The chaos knows all limits, and I always and oh, that's what another thing. The yellow hotel is the crawling chaos. He's the he's a chaos being. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing that you know what I'm saying when you take on this, and there's nothing that you can't do. There's nothing that you can't influence. 
There's nothing that you can't create. There's nothing that you can't destroy. I mean, that. I mean, I do that shit damn near every night. You see what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to use that panic pack to even activate that shit even more opening the third eye because he corresponds with the pineal gland. That's another reason why he's fuck with the energy. You know what I'm saying? So, it, I mean, it's a very intense energy. It's a very primal energy. And I'm going to say this shit, and I'm a warm motherfucker. You cannot, like I told you before, you can't be no pussy when you fuck with this shit. Well, you definitely can't be no fucking pussy fucking with the Necronomicon. I'm going to let you know right fucking now. That shit will test you. And you failing this shit is your mind being fragmented, and you ended up in the fucking psych war somewhere. Because once you fuck with this energy... You cannot, you cannot motherfucking look at these energies as being external from yourself. You have to know that they are part of you. And once you look, and you know what I'm saying, once you look at these entities as being external from you or being more powerful or being more monstrous than you, they will devour you. These energies will eat, they will, they will reverse on you, you know what I'm saying? And you will fucking, you visually might see them kill you or whatever. But that would drive the conscious mind mad, and you would end up fucked up somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Fucking with some shit you wasn't ready for. So you got to be built for this shit. Highly recommend you have a sound mind, sound body. Make sure you ain't eating a fucking whole bunch of fucking meat or some shit before you go to sleep. Make sure your digestive system is good. Because you fucking with this shit, you will fucking shit on yourself if you ain't ready for this shit. You will fucking go mad. Literally. No bullshit. You will be tested when you fuck with this shit. I'm done. I'm done talking about that shit. But man, that shit is some powerful shit, man. I highly recommend one go into it because it's powerful and it will change you and it will fucking have your magic on some on some other shit. You hear me? Oh shit! This nigga went off. This nigga ain't even there. Jane. Nope. Yeah, I'm right here. Okay, I'm about to say. Do you, you hear what I just said? Uh, everything you just said, and I do, I was talking, and uh, I had just made a mistake and muted out. No, uh, I agree with everything you said, man. That was amazing. And I was actually saying stuff in between, but you must not have heard anything. I was probably no, muted for the last yeah. few minutes. But I could hear everything okay. you said for sure. Um, I agree, you know. I would say that uh, just like we were talking about earlier about the imagination, uh, creativity, the more uh, your imagination you use, the more I feel like your dreams are going to come. If you're a stale bread motherfucker that every day, hey, what's going on? Oh, uh, just another day. Oh, well, you know, imagine your life is just completely, you know, I, I, when people talk to me, I never say just another day. I'm uh, happy to be alive. Uh, things are going well. You know, it's never just another day, you know, because I feel like those just another day guys are the sheeple. And they probably dream of nothing or I don't know, you know, winning something or, you know, just nothing of any real value. And they would never understand any of this stuff. But if you're fortunate enough to have vivid enough dreams to where you can remember the things and make symbols out of them, you're, you're in luck. Because there's a book called The Art of Dream Interpretation, A Practical Guide to Understanding Your Unconscious by Luna Eversden. And this book is absolutely amazing. It's helped me out so much. And it's literally a dictionary. You can go okay. into it through the glossary, through the thesaurus. And for instance, if you have a dream about traveling, maps or passports, it gives you a full description of what that could be. 
Um, if you happen to dream about apples, if you happen to dream about household objects, mountains, I mean, it breaks down so many different things. And then if it doesn't have it in here, it gives you an overall understanding to, you can read this whole book and then really just pretty much get yourself all the way, you know, into a good habit of um, decoding dreams. I found it. Oh, man, I found it in the first six pages of this book after reading it, just like books like the uh, Psychromancy, Psychromancy. When you read it, it changes you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see those words and it goes through your brain and, you know, you can't unsee those words. <laughs> so, you know, it, it just changes your outlook. on This book definitely was one of those, uh, like the panic lecture. It unlocked me so to speak. Uh, I'm going to read an excerpt out of here. It's called uh, from the book. It's in the introduction, but it'd be reading the dreams, learning to delve into the unconscious thoughts. Your dreams can offer a new insight into the motivation and ambition and can unlock a deeper understanding of the way you sometimes hinder your own development. Paying attention to your dreams can help you to know yourself better. Dreams are products of the unconscious mind. They are a doorway into the part of ourselves that is normally hidden from us. The unconscious speaks to us in pictures using whatever imagery is at hand. It takes its own long-held memories and events of the day, your mental images of the places, objects that we know and love or hate, and weaves them together in a narrow, excuse me, into narratives that may well contain a useful message. Sometimes we should pay heed to. Everyone's mental fortitude is different. No one has exactly the same dreams as everyone else, but many times and themes and symbols are universal. The sun as an image of energy and power and the road as a metaphor for life and journey. That's just in the first six pages. (laughs) You know, this book is just absolutely profound. I would highly, highly, highly suggest anyone getting into this, along with candle magic. This is very entry-level stuff. Um, Before before you go to sleep every single night, you ask a question. There's something on your mind. And if you're fortunate enough to recall your dream that night, the part that most people recall in their dreams is usually – something unique, something that's odd. But that odd portion that sticks out is usually what made you remember it. For instance, if you think back yesterday, you could probably think about everything that happened. But something that's going to stick out more was something that's out of the ordinary. You know, whether you've seen a crash or a car or a female or something would stick out. Or, you know, even when something that you like to do, like see your homeboys every day at work, you know, something would stick out. Dreams work the same way. When you're dreaming, it's not often you remember, oh, I was just walking and that was it. No, there was something about you walking. Either you were walking in the middle of a beach and their water was upside down, you know, or, you know, you were, let's say, in a sailboat with Toucan Sam, or you were talking to your mother, but she looked like something completely different from your mother. But you know that feeling from your mother, that invisible love, that unconditional the way the blind would see each other, you know? Those symbols are the subconscious mind trying to communicate with you. Like how you said smell was one of the first languages. Well, it's right next to symbolism. 
before we can speak, you know, emotions and, and vibrations and energy you could feel. If a man took a female as a mate and another man took his female, that's a form of jealousy. And through symbolisms, a man can show another man jealousy um, without having to speak. Um, when you're mad at someone or, you know, I see this often and I even find it in myself, you know, being upset, you you may push a door a little more aggressively. You know, you may say, do little indirect things, but through symbols, through body language, you can just tell like, okay, I'm just going to give this person some space. He's putting off a real nasty vibe. Or you can be incredibly inviting or say, hey, this dude seems cool. He didn't have to say anything or she didn't have to say anything. They're just an inviting person I can go talk to. You know, I think a lot of times through symbolisms, it really, really, really helps you to understand that stuff. You know, the way feelings are, the way the vibrations work. I happened to had a dream where I was in the vehicle next to the guy I work with. He looked over at me and said, you're in way over your head. I said, man, what does that mean? What on earth does that mean? You know, I'm way over my head. Now, how did I distinguish that from anything else? Well, the sky was red. Um, the vehicle we were in, we were going on the opposite side of the road. There were little things that made me remember that. And the guy I worked next to would have never said anything like that to me in the tone that he said it. So what I did is I woke up. You know, that's the first thing I thought about. I immediately told the subconscious mind, describe this to me. Tell me exactly what it is that you want me to know. Well, what is it exactly that you're trying to get me to understand here? And Lo and be told, within a uh, little time at all, I understood exactly what the uh, message was. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of practice. And like I said, that's something else. With, you have to have a healthy mind. You have to know what it is. But Beniti described, I forgot what he called it. I call it self-enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's called Kepper. I'm sorry. It's called when you experience Kepper is when you have that moment of just the inner wow, and you know everything that you've been, it's like a drop of knowledge that just everything comes together. Like, you know, a murder mystery. I experienced that, and I feel like that's when the subconscious is connecting me. I feel more connected spiritually during those little short moments. Like, the best way to describe it is if you experience a deja vu ever. You know that Mm -hmm. feeling like, okay, I have that from time to time when I ask questions like, um, what the dream was, and then I'll get the definition, and I'll have that same feeling of energy like it would be deja vu, except it's not deja vu. It's just another form of energy, but I take it as a positive thing, so it kind of pushes me along the direction of this is the right thing. Okay, whatever it is I'm feeling, the energy is letting me know this is where it is. It's like almost like a sixth sense. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's, it's, it's letting me know, hey, whatever it is, this is it. And then there's other times where the the subconscious will bring the dream back to me, and it can be such a mental drop of knowledge where it was something that I couldn't put together, but the dream was trying to tell me in a way that I could put it together, like struggling with astral projection. Now that I've been able to achieve that, I can look back at dreams and understand, okay, it was trying to explain this to me. Um a lot of times you won't get the answer you want immediately. It may take a few days. 
But the good mm-hmm. thing about the conscious mind and the subconscious mind and the spirit is it will let you know and connect you with those questions you ask with the right answers. So, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's a whole process, but it's like I said, it's a lifestyle. You have to live this way. You have to understand that these feelings you get, they, that they matter, that this is real stuff. You know, years ago, I may have understood what I was doing a little bit and, and kind of had a grasp on things, but because I wasn't as tuned in as I am now, I was missing out on so many messages. And I can reflect back right now on dreams that I had when I was a child, a teenager, um, you know, even a young adult. And I really should have just listened. Though those things were really trying to tell me stuff. But, you know, you can't really change the past or anything like that. But moving forward is really helping me see that everything comes together. You just have to have the confidence. You just kind of have to just know that what you're doing is right. And I promise the feeling that you get in return will be an undescribable feeling when you make sense of things yourself. It's like a drop of self-enlightenment. You'd be changed Mm -hmm. for life for some of the information that you get. And the best part is it's familiar feelings because it's like, wait a second, I always knew this information. I always knew I could do this. It's nice that I was able to tap into something a little different. That familiar feeling, all these energies, all this information, this is that familiarness, that 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 warmth, that that high vibration. That lets me know that I'm connecting with everything and that when I'm looking at my dreams and I feel that connection, that's like that's how some people say the light bulb goes off. That's my check sign for you got it. <laughs> you've got an answer. So you've got mail. You've got an answer. <laughs> so it kind of just, it kind of really resonates with me in that way. Um, I feel like that's something that I kind of took on naturally. You know, uh, some guys got into other things like tarot. Some people got into like, you know, some of the telekinesis stuff. Man, the more of this stuff where I mix in with the candle meditation, with recalling my dreams, that helps me with any kind of psychic ability. I don't know about telekinesis, but I know about knowing things before they happen. I know a little bit about picking people's thoughts as they say them. That Mm -hmm. stuff would have never happened had I gotten into the dream, in my opinion. It's what helped me get to where I needed to get to because mm-hmm. I never in a hundred years would have thought that I could be able to read someone's emotions so well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it sometimes makes the, makes the hair stand up on my arms as well as theirs, you know. Mm-hmm. I can relate 100%. You know, and it's like, speaking of like reading emotions, I don't know how to not read emotions. It's like, Automatic is it shit that you do automatic. You don't have to think about it. You can just see it, and you can just absorb the energy. And that, you know what I'm saying? And how the energy of reading emotion, how how my mind registers it, and this is like 100. It's like I don't need to know exactly what a person is thinking about, per se, specifically. I'll, I I just take the energy, and I can see the I can see the emotional energy, what it what it means. And what it, you know what I'm saying, the basically the frequency or the wavelength of the person's energy or emotions, I'm able to detect this instantaneously. Like you said, intuition, psychic ability, like fucking with candles. One thing that I one thing that I've done that helped me activate that was uh basically my sub, subconscious reprogramming. Basically I had to reprogram my subconscious mind to be able to 
do damn near anything, you know what I'm saying, everything. Basically, all the psychic abilities is at my disposal for me to use, you know what I'm saying? And I test my ability, you know what I'm saying, atmost kinesis is one of the um, one of the things that I do, like far as like dispersing and creating clouds in the sky, you know what I'm saying? Looking at a cloud, wheeling it to dissolve, telling it to go away, and watch it happen, you know what I'm saying? Using your imagination and seeing it just leave, and it goes away. If I want to manifest, if I want to fucking uh, create a wind, a gust of wind, it's like I do different hand motions, and I and I and next thing you know, wind starts blowing. Or if I want to, if it if it's windy outside, I wanted to stop fucking stop the wind from blowing. I focus my energy, you know what I'm saying, with my emotional intent of like, you know what I'm saying, anger. Like I'm angry that it's windy. And it'll stop blowing. And it it happens all the time. Um, all kind of psychic abilities, love clairvoyance, I forget exactly what that what what that is, but um one of the ones that I think I, clairvoyance I, I is feeling emotions, if I'm not mistaken. I think okay, yeah, yeah. I ain't got the shit in front of me. Yeah, I, I all of that shit. Clear audience, I'm able to hear shit. My hearing is fucking crazy. But one of them that I wanted to talk about is like going into a room and being able to see what happened before, what ha- what transpired in the room before I got in it. Based on the energy that I pick up, I can see the imagery of this shit. When you're talking and you're describing a um, situation, I see it. And it's like I'm there with you. I'm there in your dream when you were talking about what your boy said. You were in there over your head. I was like, I saw you do that. I saw it. You see what I'm saying? I don't know what the yeah, fuck you saw that shit. But it's like all of this shit that you're talking about is like natural. It's natural things that we all... Are capable of doing, and one that you just realize that you can, you already had the shit activated, and you use the candle magic to be the launching pad for you to tap into your psychic abilities, and that's why what you said earlier is so fucking profound. Are you talking about this shit is a, this shit is um, you know what I'm saying this shit is entry level shit, and it is that shit is essential, and people need to know that candle magic is one of the main entry points in being able to unlock all your potential in your subconscious mind. It's essential in any magical working, like you said. And that's one of the main practical ways that you can do that shit is candle magic. And I agree 100 fucking thousand percent of that shit. Yeah, that candle magic goes hard, man. And, you know, it kind of, like I said, it really all goes hand in hand, you know, all of it. You know, meditating, dream work, um, manifesting, Mm -hmm. you know, the imagination into, like, thought forms and it all goes hand in hand, and at the end of the day, as long as we're getting some kind of results, I would really, really be discouraged to hear that someone's out there doing all this stuff, and they're not getting any results, but I can relate, man. I thought that I struggled for a while with, you know, the idea of astral projection, and if all this stuff I'm actually doing and going through is is working out, you battle with that, and I think a lot of times... I think that's your set energy, uh, your ego. It's the one thing that you're always going to battle with when it comes down to uh, should I stay or should I go. And mm-hmm. I, I I did struggle with that for a time. But now, after the astral projection experience, and I mean, I've had other experiences that have helped me out, you know, along the journey I've gone, because like what I say, the picking up on the dream symbolisms and being able to know that those answers are right and having that energy like boost of just like knowing that it's right. It's almost like a supercharge. I knew that I was on to the right path and, you know, the right kind of 
resonations. This stuff works with me really good. Um, let's talk about some thought forms, man. Uh, that's something you really specialize in. Um, when it comes to me, I after the panic lecture, I got into some thought forms. I was able to create uh, that very night some uh, in different. I'm not going to go into personal stuff, but I was able to go deep into some stuff that I made a deep connection with one of the entities I work with, and it was profound. Uh, it was amazing. It was indescribable. Uh, what kind of experience do you have as far as thought form? What could you tell someone with zero experience about thought forms? Okay. One thing that I, one thing that I must, I'm not going to say stress, but you must know this is a priority, that thoughts are things what you think when you think a thought they go somewhere it's not there's nothing's empty they it, it's an entity that you created you thinking of something you create an entity literally like if you fucking man i'm fucking mad at that bitch you creating an entity that's you know what i'm saying that's basically mad at that bitch so it's gonna fucking it's gonna feed to you to, to always be mad at that bitch because it's feeding off the energy that you put into to be mad at that bitch or man i'm I, i'm fucking i ain't never fucking lucky man I, I can never get the girl i can man my dick don't work man i can't ever get no pussy you create entities when you do that you create entities that self fucking you know what i'm saying destructive fucking en entities meaning self-destructive thoughts you see what I'm saying? I don't know what the fuck it is to feel like, you know what I'm saying, to have self-destructive thoughts. Because all my thoughts are to serve me. They serve me. You know what I'm saying? They are to build on to me, give me more power. So I don't have doubt. Like, I'll have self-defeating doubts. Like, man, fuck this shit, man. I'm mad as fuck. All of that shit is I'm controlling all of my thoughts. You know what I'm saying? You got to be in control of your motherfucking thoughts and understand that thoughts are things. And what you think you create and what you create is your creation and if you're creating a thought based on some neck what you determine is negative it's going to feed on you and it's going to psychically influence you to keep be a be in that wavelength of thought to keep generating that energy to feed whatever that entity of thought that you created you see what i'm saying so first far as like thought forms or, or creative magical entities with intention one of the ones that I create, man, I, I don't like if anybody go to my Facebook page or whatever, like I weaponize my Facebook page. And what I mean by that is that I use that shit as a form of sorcery, so to speak, where I created thought form entities to entice excitement to talk about sports, so to speak. And what it is, basically, I'm not going to name this psychic entity that I have, but I, all, what I can tell you is that it get, I get results from this entity, and I fucking use the energy that I generate based on this thought, and I send it out into whoever, and I draw back that energy into myself. It's a form of vampiric magic. But basically, I can go in there. It's basically almost like emotional manipulation, so to speak, but the excitement of basketball, LeBron James, and things like that, I stirred a pot on a lot of those discussions. You see what I'm saying? But it's with intent. It's with the magical intent. And basically, I'm almost like, you know what I'm saying, influencing you, so to speak, to want to even engage in this conversation. Because I know emotional, people are emotionally charged when it comes to talking about sports. They're passionate. But what they don't know is I'm stirring up the passion. I'm stirring up that thought. But I send out these entities 
to psychically influence one to engage in such conversation. So when you do that, you under my control. You under my control from me, and I'm using you as a battery to generate the energy that I find necessary for me to vampire off of, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? And I might use that shit. I might have a sigil all of a sudden on my Facebook page. You don't know what the fuck that means. But I know what it means, and I have a, a tent behind what it means. And it's going straight to your subconscious mind. It's a language. We all know the language of the subconscious mind is what? Symbols. People don't know that shit. That's why I told you my page is used in my magical working. That's not, it's not, this is not no accident. So when I go into a conversation, I'm in a debate with somebody, I'm not emotional about this shit, but I can play like I'm emotional about this shit. That's all to roost the energy about you being a subject of my victim, I'm going to need you to fucking keep talking about this shit because the fucking magical entity I got fucking that's influencing you to have this conversation is, is what's working through you. But you, the individual, think it's your own free will and your own fucking, your own passion and your own fucking so much, you so vigor and you so, you know what I'm saying, you hate LeBron James, you love LeBron James, you want to prove a point. No, motherfucker, it's you on my string, you being played, so to speak. That's, that's hilarious. Just that's just a tidbit on a lot of the um I got a whole fucking legion of motherfucking magical entities. I create my own fucking entities. I feel that it's more powerful when you create your own entities. I'm not one to look at and I understand I respect all the ones we had prior coming before our incarnation in this lifetime as far as all the entities that we are the deities that a lot of people hold dear and some worship you know what I'm saying, whatever. That's not, I don't know, that's not no left-hand pass shit. I absorb whatever deity, you know, I use them as energy. I don't look at them as being a, a physical object. I look at them as being energy that I can absorb into myself and I take on that energy. But I create my own. I attribute all the attributes that I want to whatever deity I want. I create him myself. I don't, like, we created all the motherfuckers in the past. Why the fuck is we still working with the energy in the past and we need to be creating new shit. We need to be building new shit. I'm into creating new shit. I'm into transformation. I'm into, you know what I'm saying, building on what the fuck we did, but adding some new shit. I'm not talking about, you know what I'm saying, a box of line on a motherfucker that came before us. I respect it, but it's an energy that needs to create. We need to be doing something with this energy. We can't be doing, we can't run in a circle on some the shit we already done. We already did it. We need to add more. That's what the fuck we supposed to be. That's what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know what everybody else is doing, but I'm creating my own motherfucking entity. I have. I got legions, army. I, they can, I got shit doing all kind of shit. Influence a motherfucker to talk about interracial, interracial relationships. People upset. People hate that shit. I'm motherfucking working through them motherfuckers when they're talking in that conversation. They don't even know it. But it's all activated when they see the sigil on my page. And a lot of times, people, most people want to be entertained, right? When you say that, Eugene? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and your page oh. is quite entertaining to me. I love this, your memes are hilarious. It's this, though. It's not by accident. This was intent. This was magical intent. I know a lot of motherfuckers share my memes, share the shit I say. I might say some funny shit, but there's a lot of time I lace my shit with some left-hand pad or coke dark shit, too. That shit don't, it gets some fanfare, but it don't get nowhere near as much traffic as my memes do. So, what I do I might fucking switch my fucking profile pic into a sigil, right? And I know I might post a fucking Terrence Howard meme. And I know that shit going to share. The people going to share my shit hundreds of motherfucking times. But what they don't realize they're also sharing is the motherfucking sigil that I got attached to the motherfucking meme that they're sharing. So my influence 
technologically over this fucking social media shit is everywhere spread it and what most people don't know that city is activating a fucking emotional response in the fuck whoever saying or whoever sees it is going straight into them and a lot of times that's like me fucking going straight in your subconscious mind like a fucking like a frozen horse and it opens up and whatever the fuck i have set that intention to manifest within the individual and they start all of a sudden getting angry and start talking about whatever but they don't realize I'm the motherfucking one pulling the strings. So what's the method to the madness? You see what I'm saying? And and I use that shit all the time. And that's just one way how you can fucking use thought forms and magical entities. That's the one way you can use them shit. But there's, there's no limit to what you can do with this shit. Your mind is all in the universe is mental. But you got to know that thoughts are things. And that's, you know, like I said, man, study thought forms, man, study that shit, learn it. Hold, hold on one second. Oh, okay. 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 Just talking to the wife, man. She, anyway, thought forms, thoughts are things. Learn that shit, master that shit, cultivate that shit, and use that shit. Use that shit to serve your fucking magical desires. Like, you... It's like you, um, you know what I'm saying? You walk in the dog. You got a dog, right? You train your dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You throw, a, you throw a stick. You get go get it. You know what I'm saying? Your dog come back and they'll bring it to you. You got to be the master of this shit. You got to be the master of yourself. You got to master yourself and you got to know yourself. You know what I'm saying? And, and and I incorporate that shit with the entities that I create. I'm the motherfucker that's controlling them. You know what I'm saying? I tell the motherfucker to go do this shit. I got a mission for you. Go do it. They do it. And they bring me they bring back whatever fucking intention I told them to bring me back. Use your creativity, man. Start writing that shit down. You know what I'm saying? Be focused on what it is. And like I said, if you if you have your shit with the emotion emotional intent behind the shit, I mean it's more it adds more power to the shit. And you can attribute any fucking fucking ability to your magical entity you want. You can fucking have this motherfucker you can do whatever the fuck you want with this shit. You can create a motherfucker that look like Wolverine with motherfucking tentacles like Cthulhu that's about the size of Godzilla. You want this motherfucker to psychically induce nightmares in a motherfucker. And you can create that motherfucker. Here, go do it. Literally. Use your visualization, your imagination. And I'm telling you, this is no fucking, there's no limit to this shit. You know what I'm saying? But, it, I mean, it's, it's, just some, it's just some more magical, you know what I'm saying, powerful shit that you can add to your repertoire and use, man. It's a form of chaos magic that I employ when I do this shit, and I enjoy it. And if I'm ever tired, if I'm ever, like, you know what I'm saying, I feel like I woke up and I ain't get enough sleep and I want some energy, I got one of my niggas out here, I send him out and he'll bring me, and he'll fucking, he'll send, I send him out and he'll bring back that energy that I want. And I feel reinvigorated. You know what I'm saying? Using that shit as a form of vampire magic. You know, I fucking I don't need no energy drinks and shit like that. I don't need to drink the coffee because I'm up. Because that nigga went and got my shit, and I'm good. You know what I'm saying? What? I sent them out and came back. That type of shit. Wait, you got a guy that you can have, and, and I mean he's uh he's left hand path, or you just know how he operates, and you just already know you can get his energy. No, 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 no. What I mean by I send a motherfucker is like my magical entity, my thought form entity. I see. Okay, got you. My okay, right, right, right. I, that's, okay. just a, that's just an example of like if, if I ever feel like that. Or I was about I, to you know say we about yeah, to get like, to, we about to get together because uh, I got to get down on that one. 
<laughs> but no, man, you can, like I said, man, you can you can create anything you want, man, and use that shit to do whatever the fuck you want. Like, there's no limit. And I'm still, and I always, and I'm always still adding, creating new shit, creating new entities. You know what I'm saying? I feel influenced. I do my shit at 3 o'clock at night sometimes. I might wake up, you know what I'm saying, and create a motherfucker to do whatever. You know what I'm saying? And write that shit down with intent. You know what I'm saying? Create the sigil. You know what I'm saying? Be in that, whatever, that psychic trance I'm in. And next thing you know, I got a, I got another entity. You know what I'm saying? And I tell that nigga to go do work. You go do it. Call him back. Draw up him. You know what I'm saying? Use my visualization, my imagination, shit, my creativity, or whatever. I'm telling you, man, there's no limit to this shit. I can go on and on and on and on and on and on and on about creating magical entities. And you know what I'm saying? We do this shit all, all the time as a child. That's why I say playing with action figures, doing having imaginary friends, all that shit is incorporated in creating magical entities. Because that's what the fuck you doing. You know what I'm saying? I'm like one of the things that I'm gonna be getting into more is creating what I just said, uh, fucking imaginary friend, or creating a motherfucking monster that just I see him all the time that can be right behind me that I put, that is like a form of psychic protection anywhere I go. This nigga right behind me like a bodyguard, and if he and he alerted to any fucking negativity around me, he would just go fuck him up. But I see the, I see it visually as a person getting raped by a fucking thousand demons or some shit, whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Your imagination is it can run wild with this shit. You can just go crazy with this shit. But that's another thing that I'm gonna start doing, fucking fucking with like tulpas and um Gregorys and shit like that. I mean it's you can do anything with this shit with fucking thought forms. But understand your thoughts are your thoughts are things. And your thoughts can be siphoned and absorbed, motherfucking when you just randomly thinking shit, that shit is in the atmosphere and that shit can be redirected and absorbed into a motherfucker like me who take advantage of niggas who don't know shit. So I understand that shit. It's part of their prey out here. And your thoughts literally are things. I'm done with that shit. Like I said, I can keep going on about that shit. We be speaking all night about that shit. I love it. <laughs> well, you know, that's what this uh that's what the show's about. It's about getting the information out there. Let me ask you this, Shannon. Do you get in any uh tarot? Have you gotten any readings done by anybody or do you, no, uh, are you down man. with that? You say some funny shit, man. I was just at five below, right? And I always go there to get, like, certain journals and shit like that. I had a fucking book on my hand about, like, the beginning, like, beginner's tarot card readings and shit. And it was only for five hours. I picked it up in my fucking hand. And I was like, I need this motherfucker. And I was like, I'm going to come back and get it. I'll put it back. This was yesterday. You bringing that up, this confirms to me that I got to go back and get that motherfucking book. So to answer your question, no. I had never fucked with tarot, but I need, I know I need to tap into that shit. Because I always looked at it like, I would never actually want to get a reading from somebody. I feel like I can do that shit myself. You feel me? I feel like I mm-hmm. can. There's nothing no motherfucker can tell me that, you know what I'm saying? I know what the fuck I need to do. I feel like I can teach myself to get my own motherfucking reading. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So that's, that's, well, that's more my style. Like, that's more how I, you know what I'm saying, how my mind works and shit like that. So, like, I, I, I plan on using this shit. You know what I'm saying? learning everything I need to learn about it and give myself my own readings. Or, you know what I'm saying, just flirt around with it, learn the, learn the culture of this shit, learn the, cult, the science behind it, you know what I'm saying, why we used to use it in the past, how how we can incorporate it now in our, you know what I'm saying, this lifetime. And I plan on adding that shit to my repertoire, you know what I'm saying? So I'm happy you asked me that fucking question because I need to go back. I'm, I'm going to get that bitch probably Sunday. So that's, that's good. I'm happy you said that shit. Good looking. 
Oh yeah, no problem. I'm uh, I don't, I, I might get into tarot. For me, it's more about uh, like you say, I can find out a lot of stuff on my own. Um, I got a reading done by uh, Benini. I actually got a reading and a tarot card reading done. I had two different readings done. Well, we did a consultation then a reading, and <laughs> for me, I don't know tarot. For the level of where I was when he gave me my reading really helped me out a lot uh, with the tarot. And then for the consultation that we had, the consultation absolutely was amazing. I ended up getting a uh, consultation with him, and that's how I found out about the uh, Arab Sufi and the Santa Muerte mm-hmm. and everything else. And we actually got into conversations prior because, you know, I could always go back and ask him questions. He gave me an amazing book list. He gave me, uh, it was really insightful, but I, I do understand where you come from a hundred percent where you say it probably would just be, you know, better just to figure it out because a lot of the things that I've stumbled across have been way better, you know, when I figured them out myself. So it's, mm-hmm. No, I understand, you know, fully where, uh, what you mean, you know, when, when, where you come with that. But, you know, tarot for me, I, it was pretty legit, man. <laughs> it was pre- it was pretty spot on. He did, uh, I had a certain situation I wanted him to give me a reading on. or And then uh, we went through that. Then I did an overall. And, man, it's, I tell you like this, it's very reassuring sometimes. And not even the, like, stroke the ego it's just really reassuring to hear certain things and know the way the cards work somebody that knows what there's that knows what they're doing because i believe it's a lot of snakes out there that are just ripping people off left and right right, right. no that but, nigga Beniti is another motherfucker we need to meet like in person because i know that nigga energy I, I resonate with his energy too man he 100 with the shit man you know what i'm saying I, he pure heart too. You know he ain't gonna shortchange you. He's gonna he ain't gonna bullshit you. He one hundred percent real, man. And he, like I said, his, anybody that's listening to this shit, man, check out Brother Beniti, Mother Nubia, fucking, um, you know, what I'm saying Universal Awakening, Universal Mind, talk to you, all that shit, because they got a lot of good ass information when it comes to communication, yeah. all of that shit, man. Just yeah. I'm sure anybody listening to this shit have probably already heard them. But man, I, I I post a lot of they shit online, man. Them motherfuckers. I I got so many results from they shit, man. Man, just profound ass information. They straight to the motherfucking point. Highly, highly recommend y'all check them out, man. Like you said, man. I'm, just... I'm actually planning on being in Florida for his event for the uh. He's got an event coming out in fall, and this is something you and I need to get into here in Michigan. I think that we would really benefit from doing our own drumming. And doing our own rituals. Listen, listen. I fucking love that shit, man. Bro, we need to do that shit. For real. You just got me excited like a motherfucker saying that shit. Yes. I can tell the energy. I can feel it. Hey, bro, look. I I mean, something. Because you know what I was thinking about the other day? It really bothers me when I see our people, all of our melanated people, in the riots and getting ignorant. And, uh... I believe if it was just me and somebody else at every riot just beating the shit out of a drum, having such a rhythm, if it didn't fire people up, it would draw the attention away from what was going on. And if people was actually had any drop of anything cultural and would hear that drumming and it would get into their vibration, I, I would hope it could make a change. If it couldn't, 
No, at least yes, it'd be yes, something yes, a motherfucker's yes. trying, but you never know, you know. Yeah. But this, this, we need to talk about that for a minute, dog. Because you just said some shit, and I just had a whole bunch of shit to say about after that. Now, I agree with you 100% about doing that. Because, like, we need to talk about, like, that drumming shit, man, and getting into the, that, that, that'll change the energy dynamic in the area. And nigga, and the, like, all them melanated ass niggas, they, they, they will gravitate to it. You see what I'm saying? And it would be like, no whoa, choice. it would be like a, like a shock, and they'll end up. By just by vibrational resonance and uh, and and oh, like nigger. animal magnetism, they will be drawn to the shit immediately. But I think somebody just tried to come in, but I got them. Let's uh, yeah, I gotta mute them until we get to. Okay, I think somebody just tried to clear, but it's all good. Sorry, go ahead, Shannon. No, but I'm gonna say this though, because you know I always look at a lot of those events. Put it like this. Since I fuck with Vampire Magic, you know what I'm saying? A lot of them events be psychically influenced to for people to do that shit. Or, or there might they may they might be under the form of mind control and emotional manipulation to go out and do that right. They don't even know that the atmosphere they in, motherfucker, these motherfuckers using a ley line grid, sort hey, of shit like that. To, Shannon, hold on one second. If anybody just come in to the uh, chat room or to the phone call, I have your uh, call on mute until we're getting in. I just had a few people just jumped in on the call, so I'm just I'm muting it just so that we don't have uh, conversations over. I don't want if there if you guys are on your phones, I don't want you thinking that you're being ignored if you can't hear anything right now. Um, we'll get to a portion here shortly where we'll get to the answers and questions. But um, it just says Southeast Texas, um, Central yeah. Michigan. Okay. I apologize. Go ahead, Shannon. I didn't mean to take no, you off your train no, of thought. I, I ain't threw off a shit. Listen, like I said, a lot of them are under the psychic influence to go out and do these fucking riots because it's like call, it's like reaction. It's like, uh, you know what I'm saying, provide the outcome of my, or provide the circumstance for motherfuckers to emotionally react, and then they come with a solution, and then motherfuckers just go out right. But they might be under the influence of they think they're under free will and I'm making a decision, I'm getting mad, but they don't even, they don't realize is that a lot of these motherfuckers use these events as catalysts to to basically funnel your emotional energies into that person or that incident that happened, they vampire the energy off a motherfucker. They don't even know that they under mind control. So if we was to go do that shit with the drums and we playing that shit and the motherfucking power that be, or whatever you want to call, stayed, or, uh, you know what I'm saying, psychically influenced these group of niggas to be rioting and doing whatever, and they feeding off of that energy, and we go in and we redirect the energy, that will scare the shit out of the motherfuckers. 100%. Change, and not only would that scare them, us redirecting and focusing that fucking primal ass vibration, that energy with all them melanated ass chaos beings and, and taking over their ritual. We taking it over and just owning that motherfucker? Bro. Bro. <laughs> you talking about change? Dude, we have had, man, we ain't no limit to what the fuck we can do with that energy and directing the focus. Focus it back on the motherfuckers who was mind-controlling the niggas and to begin with. Bro, you might see calamity 
brimstone apocalyptic type of shit happen, bro. Literally. I'm I'm not bullshitting. And not only do I want to do some drummers like the shit you talking about, wearing all black and doing it. Absorbing that motherfucking energy, absorbing that vibration. Like I don't I never fucking play drums. I don't know shit about playing no drum, but I know the science behind the drums. And I know the I know how important it is to niggas when that when that fuck with like with drums. You know what I'm saying? That's an energy. Yeah. That's a that's an energy. Not only is it energy, it's a it can be weaponized. You feel me? Yeah. Weaponizing no, that fully. fucking energy and the and directing it back to who do whatever, bro. I'm telling you that that's black magic. That'll fucking they they will fucking fall to their knees and, and pray to us to stop. Literally, man. So, I, no, I'm down. You say so. Before you say something else. Say we was to do that, right? Because I always put myself in their shoes. How would I counter that? Ooh, shit. Some niggas playing some drums. Oh, fuck. I need to find the weakest link among these niggas and use that nigga as a catalyst and mind control them to be a disruption to them niggas playing them drums. Stop them niggas at all costs from playing them drums. Pull out a gun, start shooting. Niggas start scattering. Niggas don't want to get shot. Do something. An event like that could happen. So a nigga like me, since I'm a war strategist, I'm a, I got a tactical mind. When I tap into my tactical mindset, I think of somebody like a nigga like Captain America or Batman. I'm a tactical mind to think of motherfucker. So how I would counter that is that to be prepared for that. You know what I'm saying? Be prepared for a nigga to be trying to stop what the fuck we doing. Man, what the fuck y'all niggas playing these drums? Man, what the fuck y'all, y'all nigga, y'all, y'all, you know what I'm saying? You don't even belong over here. Whatever. Right. Be prepared for an incident like that. So that's how I would counteract that shit. If I want niggas to be under mind control, start rioting so I can feed off of the energy. They vamping on niggas' energy. People don't know that their emotions are being weaponized by the powers that be, literally. Emotional manipulation. And I'm telling you, bro, I'm all for that shit, bro. You speaking my language, nigga. My dick get hard when niggas start talking like this, bro. No homo, nigga. <laughs> no homo. <laughs> Well, let me tell you what, I think that we would be in a position to really set some stuff off because there are just, uh, there's no, well, first off, you know, I would, before we got into the whole portion where I would drum and ride and stuff, because I mean, I'm open to do all that stuff, but I would really want to get our, I would really like to get our, uh, our community here more mm-hmm. i want to get us in a relationship to where we can you know have our monthly meetings every other meeting and just have these you know meetings of the minds where we can talk and people can talk in an open room and you know share experiences because this is what to me the occult and metaphysics is really really about mm-hmm. besides the you know the gains that you get from yourself it really really mm-hmm. really is you know it's beautiful to be able to talk to other people and for other people who are confused to hear that we all struggled. We all went through, you know, our hardships through this stuff. And uh, I think it'd be a really, really beautiful thing, man. Well, Shannon, I think we're going to go through some calls here. It looks like some people were in, some people were out. Let's get into some uh, answering some questions. You good with that? I'm good, man. I'm good. Open up. Open up uh, the reservoir to this shit. All right. Uh, if your phone is muted, unmute your phone. Uh, I'm going to go to Central Michigan. You there, Central Michigan? Can you hear me? Hello? 
Hello? I don't think anyone's there in Central Michigan. Let's see about Southeast Texas. Anybody there from Southeast Texas? No. Okay. I don't think anyone's there. Well, I don't think we have anybody asking any questions. <laughs> I think that uh, that works out, I guess. No, it's all good. We sent the... We sent the wave of energy out. We like a big ass rock to hit a fucking uh to set the ripple. You know what I'm saying? So nigga, that energy is gonna reverberate. Motherfuckers hearing this shit when they hear it, they gonna they gonna resonate with it. And if they don't, their energy is being vampired off of. So they just gotta know that shit, bro. So man, I'm with them drums, dog. I'm with that shit. I, we, I mean, we definitely can put something together. We'll talk off the air here, and we'll uh. I really think, like, you know, I got one homie out this way. I know I met a friend of yours at the Panic Lecture, and maybe just the four of us or maybe just, just the two of us, if that's it, you know, can just kind of come together and uh, get something worked out. Man, It'll start small, but, you know, we start now, and five, six years we'll have us a nice little group of seven or eight people that we can really, you know, put something together and really make things happen. Um I really feel like uh, it's needed. I feel like there's going to be a lot of people out there that are confused and have no direction. And I'm grateful for having guys like Beniti. And I'm incredibly grateful for having guys like Panic that were in Detroit. But sometimes, mm-hmm. man, people want to get a little bit closer and have a closer connection. And I feel like uh, I feel like that's what, what we're here for. I really well, feel like that's we what we're calling it. We gonna feel that void, bro. We feeling that void. I'm, I'm, not, I'm 100 confident in this shit. Uh, I, that's my goal, and I, I know we're going to. It's not a sense of uh, trying. I know this is going to happen. Uh, I just know with every day, it's a learning experience, and you know we're gonna learn. And I, and one thing I'm confident about is even if it takes us to get one listener additional a month, or hell, one a year. I'd rather do it slowly but strong than have, you know, a lot of people come in just talking randomly, not really being. I want the people who are serious about this. And that's just not for Michigan, for that matter. I mean, I want to reach out to people in Ohio and in, uh, in Indiana and, you know, around the state here in the, the area. Hell, even in Canada. I mean, we're not far. That, uh, right. We can make right. this kind of get together. Everybody meets up at one spot, you know, and everything comes together. I really, truly believe that we can uh, pull something off like that. We got the Great Lakes here, so we can definitely do our drum and cis uh, ceremonies at the beaches and have uh, big meditation groups and stuff. I don't see why we couldn't. Uh, we just got to get it set up, you know what I'm saying? So, I you think, know what uh, I fantasize about? What's that? I fantasize about not only like doing what you're saying, but doing that shit at random time, like at night. I'm talking like two, three o'clock in the morning, where everybody fucking sleep, and three o'clock is when the melanin is more produced, and it's more like you know what I'm saying. It's when the mo- mo- everybody sleep, right? Mostly everybody sleep, but not only not everybody is everybody sleep. Most motherfuckers are easily influenced when they sleep. If you up and you know how to do magic and sorcery and shit like that, most of them subconscious mind is open for invitation. So if we was to do some shit at night. Dressed in black, just go somewhere. I don't even fuck a park. 
cemetery. Or just somewhere where where we ain't getting fucked with by police and some shit, some shit that's legal. For you know what I'm saying? Just start playing some drums and the motherfucker, and that energy is being reverberated. It's being sent out like a, as a beacon. That chaos energy. That's a form of chaos when a motherfucker you sleep and you just hear niggas just hitting some drums. What the fuck? You like what the fuck? That mind can even register that shit as being like real. What the, am I dreaming? What the fuck am I? That type of shit. I'm talking about a group of us just doing that shit randomly at night. Whatever the fuck, bruh. You talking about change? You talking about power and scaring a motherfucker? That shit scare people. And that that form of fear a motherfucker getting, it can be redirected and absorbed by us motherfucker that's the one that's stirring the pot doing it. Man, I've I've been dreaming about that shit for years, dude. Like when I heard Benidi talk about the importance of drums and how that shit can. You can redirect that energy. And not only that, what Panic talked about how fucking redirecting energy, you know what I'm saying, with his dance and Shiva shit and the relevance of that shit with the Motown. Bro, all that shit added to the, what the fuck our topic is tonight. It gave me a whole bunch of motherfucking ideas how we can incorporate that shit. And, man, we got to definitely talk about that shit. For real. Oh, definitely, definitely. And you know what? We will because, like I said, it's only a couple of us out here and we got to – we're the ones that has to make this happen. Yep. Well, anyway, Shannon, I think we're going to wrap this up tonight. Um, unless you have anything else you wanted to add to anything, or I, do, anything... I, I got one more I thing one. I want to add, bro. Oh, let me hear it's it, like, please, please. And not only, you know, what I'm saying we got the radio show popping off. I would also recommend that both of us get our own individual YouTube channels popped off. Where they can hear from our own personal perspective on the fucking on our YouTube pages, how we add our own shit to our, you know what I'm saying? How we come together on this, right? But we got our own different fucking viewpoints and perspectives on our on the shit that we talk about here, and branch that shit off, you know what I'm saying? Even more for motherfuckers to gravitate and come back to listen to the radio show even more. So I think that eventually that we should we should incorporate that shit too, you know what I'm saying? But then bringing that shit back one with the fucking radio show. To get that shit popping off even more, to reach other motherfuckers, because I got a lot of motherfuckers, bro, that I know on my page personally, and I know in my life. Shannon, get the fuck, get your fucking YouTube page, dude. Why the fuck you ain't got no? You know what I'm saying? I, we got the radio show now. They was like, why you ain't got no fucking? Why you ain't blogging? Why you ain't motherfucking got no podcast? Like, what the fuck is you doing? You be saying all that shit, niggas. They can need to hear you. So, well, me and you talking right now, niggas hearing us now from here. But, man, even more so if we fucking incorporate the shit we do on our radio show with the fucking YouTube and taking full advantage of the social media outlets that we got at our disposal as far as the forms of communication. All avenues of this shit we should fucking explore and try to add that shit to what our brand, what the fuck we trying to move forward. And I think our influence is going to spread like spider web. You see what I'm saying? Most we, definitely. Yeah. And I'm... Like I said, we can we definitely can talk about that shit, but that's a that's an idea that I fucking came across. And I'm like, man, we need to really, you know what I'm saying, get that shit jumping up, bro, because we can we can be every. I, like I said, I know a lot of motherfuckers that listen to this shit. They just gotta know we doing it. Yeah, no, most definitely, most definitely. Um, well, uh, you want to give your email or any contact information? My contact information, man, go to, you can add me on your Facebook, Shannon Jeffries, real name, no gimmicks, you know what I'm saying, S-H-A-N-N-O-N-J-E-F-F-R-I-E-S, you know what I'm saying, check my page, uh, I'll talk about a lot of the shit that we just talked about tonight, you're going to get a lot of comical, funny shit, you're going to get some dark magic, left-hand pass shit, 
But you will be entertained, and you will get a lot of notes. I would say that I'm an entertaining motherfucker. I'm a very, very silly yet serious motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? I talk about a lot of pop culture shit, a lot of geek shit, a lot of comic book shit, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Add me there. My email is um, shannon.jeffries0125 um, at gmail.com. You know what I'm saying? Hit me up on there, questions and answers. You know what I'm saying? Mainly my 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 social media always mainly on my Facebook. Well, you get at me there, man, and the rest is history. You know what I'm saying? But that's my that's my you get at me on there, man. I'm there all the time. I'm using that shit with my magic all the time. You know what I'm saying? So you got any ideas, any motherfucking questions you want to holler at me? My inbox, my messenger, whatever. Get at me. Dope, dope, dope. All right, uh, you guys can contact me at movethethinker at gmail.com, M-O-O-K-T-H-E-T-H-I-N-K-E-R at gmail.com. Um, I'm going to get my Facebook and everything set up aside from this. Keep that kind of, I'm going to keep mine a little bit separate. But uh, mm-hmm. I definitely agree on the YouTube and stuff. But we'll talk about it off the air. Shannon, um, don't hang up. Uh, we're going to end the broadcast. We're going to end the broadcast. Uh, Hopefully everybody enjoyed the show tonight. I appreciate everybody who tuned in. And uh, everybody will be back on probably in about two weeks to a month or so. I'll send out an email. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you gained something. It was my absolute pleasure with you tonight, Shannon. And we'll talk soon. Like what? Like what? Like fucking what, man? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.